Welcome, welcome. Another episode of the Rated R Podcast. You know, brought to you by the Marstar Station, Hip Hop and Motivation. I titled this one, you know, Write Your Own Code in This Matrix. You feel me? I, I definitely, I don't know, just becoming aware of um, so many, I guess, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, maybe like Agent Smith type of uh, <laughs> encounters. I guess it's, it's more relative, I guess, to maybe like the the 85%, the 10%, and the 5%. And... Uh, Like within that five percent, there's one percent, but um, you know, like that eighty five percent, that the ten percent and the five percent, you know, like that is it's becoming just more and more apparent in this uh in this in this matrix we live in that we call America. It's like it's it's so, especially in this day and age, it's so easy to break away from this matrix and write your own your own code in this matrix you know like i had i did did a a podcast earlier on here um i think one of one of the first ones asking you know like what role do you see yourself playing in history you know as of right now what's going on and, and this and that when it's looked back upon in history some of these things and events where you were at how you felt about them you know, what you said about it, you know what I mean? History might read something totally different, but, you know, really taking that into consideration on some some things and standpoints and stand views, because there is a lot of confusion that goes on, but there's always, you know, you kind of innately know the right and wrong thing. It, it's definitely possible to be misled and manipulated. Definitely not going to count that out, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you still, you still, you know, you still, I don't know. You still, when you, when you think about it, you still, you, I would hope that you would still want to you know, be on a side of history where you were one of the people that stood up for what was right in in its in its capacity. You know what I mean? You don't want to be um, caught up in the lie of history, caught up in the lie of history in present time. You know, that's um, it's always something to keep in mind because I'm definitely starting to take notice in this day and age a lot and a lot, a lot more, uh, a lot, a lot more like Agent Smith, that's, that's the best way I can describe it, (laughs) like, you know, like, they just like, I don't know, when, when presented with some types of truths, they get so uncomfortable in a way that, 
you know, like they, I don't know, like they just morph into this. I don't know, you know, it's, I guess there's definitely levels to it. You know, it's, it's, it's a whole energy type of thing. It's more on a spiritual level, but noticing a, a signature pattern, <laughs> to say the least. And with that being said, you know, just being mindful of writing your own code in this matrix. You know, being aware of the the um, whatever you want to call it. It's getting to that point where you have to like, I have to be careful what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. You know what I'm saying? It's actually getting into that point of mind control of you. You know, you, you having to actually think about what you're going to say and how you're going to say it based on, uh, you know, we talk about freedom of speech or whatnot, but these policies, I guess, override that, however that works or whatever. But in a nutshell, there's always definitely, you know, a mainstream or a trend or popular or in general type of uh, way of thinking or direction of thinking. Let's see what's going on, David. Hey, Ralph, I'm listening to you. This is interesting. Tell me more about the Matrix. Well, it's not necessarily too much about the Matrix. It's more or less. Um, I guess about about your participation rest in society. Is it with a purpose? Does it serve a purpose that that you define? Are you writing your own code? Or are you are you plug and play? Mm. There's a story I like. I like stories. Plato's old story of the cave. Does that sound familiar? I'll be glad uh, no, to tell no, you, and I'll, I'll be glad to tell you in five minutes what the story is from a, an yeah, ancient Greek philosopher. Uh -huh. So, uh, two thousand years ago, ancient Greek philosopher Plato writes the story that he could tell his students about. He tells them, "Imagine this cave, right? And there's uh, there's a guy and several people. They are in the cave and chained to inside of the cave, and they are facing a wall." They're chained at their wrists and they're chained at their their uh, uh, at their feet, and all they can see is the front of the wall, and there are images on the wall. And um, behind him, he doesn't know this, but behind him, there's people that have a, there's a fire, and they put little cutouts of papers and stuff, and they make shadows. And so the people that are chained, all they can see is the the shadows on the wall. And those shadows on the wall are their reality. And all the sounds that they hear inside of the cave are their reality. And then Plato says, hey, but imagine this. Imagine somebody comes over and untouches the person, detaches the chains of the person who's in the cave. And that person looks around and goes, whoa, what's this bright, 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 bright light over there and goes towards the bright light and sees this fire. People that are putting little cutouts in front of it and going, well, this is weird, right? That would be weird, right? 
and his eye and then after after a while he start his eyes start getting used to the light of the fire and stuff and then he looks a little bit further around the cave and he sees far in the distance like this other light and it looks like an exit so he goes towards the exit of the cave and goes outside of the cave and is absolutely blinded because the light is so bright and so takes him a while and after a while he looks on the ground and he sees a shadow goes wow that's weird I move my hand and there's an actual shadow and then he looks up a little bit and then he sees like some flimmering light in the tree you can see like light inside of the leaves and stuff like this is completely blown away it's like that's weird then all of a sudden he looks up at the sun and that burns his eyes so he turns away he's like oh where am I? This is this is nothing like I've ever seen before. And Plato, who wrote this 2,500 years ago, says that there, he, this this former prisoner of the cave that that's outside the cave, he meets this philosopher, and the philosopher tells him, you know, uh, all these things about reality and what is reality and. Um, and what one can find beyond the cave and how to interpret it, reality. And, and the, the former prisoner is like, this is, this is crazy. I got to go back in and free all my buddies. So he goes back in the cave. And he sees the, goes down to the wall and sees his friends. He's like, listen, you guys, I'm going to detach you and come over. And you got to see what's behind this. You got to go see this stuff. And the prisoners, they beat him up. They're like, what are you do? You are crazy. Get out of here. We got things to do. Can't you see we're busy? We look at, we got, we got stuff going on here. You can see this. What, what, what is this craziness about? A fire and an exit and all this stuff. Get out of here. So they beat him up. And he's like, whoa. Well, my friends won't listen to me and I can't deliver the message to him. So he goes back up goes back outside and says, I'd rather be a servant to the philosopher, the teacher that will teach me outside of the cave than be with uh, my family and friends that, that won't listen to me no more. And Plato left us that story, and here we are 2,500 years ago with like an early version of, uh, you know, like, what is reality? The Matrix, are we in it? Yeah, I just, I guess I use Matrix in, uh, I guess in quotations or with bunny ears. I don't really define it as a reality. It's just, uh, I guess, a, a, a word, a triggering word, I guess. But it's basically the, the best word used to provoke the type of thought that I guess I had in expressing that. It's calling me this reality the matrix because there's there's always a social standard and a social construct in each and every different place that you go to and and just like you you told you told that story you know from from 2500 years ago there was a group of them or there was a group of they at at that moment of time a large number that attacked a smaller number that came back with information that would Serve, serve them good purpose. You know what I mean? I'm listening, they could, yeah. they could have left that cave 
and they could have met the philosopher they could have went on beyond that cave and explored the world and came with their own philosophy wrote their own code but instead they stayed mm -hmm. right so what are the constructs of our everyday reality and what what do we need to do in order to untie knots that would allow us to see further than what we see today or in our own version of reality and to be able to communicate with others to be in symbiosis with them my, my um, daughter yeah i would i wouldn't know what to say what to do you know really yeah. like or just to like, be, right? I guess maybe you just go over and give them a hug, you know? We'd have all these different ways that we could do it. Right? I think just, like, kind of breaking the barrier of, like, the, I guess a, a, a mutual understanding, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. of, um, of moral standards. I like that, yeah. I like that. Yeah. That we have to... How do we define those, though? Because we can see eye to eye and be on the same plane. Well, yeah, like that would just be, I guess, in, in, the, in the opportunity that we have in this age of information and these platforms to communicate. Like a lot of people are always sharing information and enlightenment. And so, uh, you know, how is it that, you know, that there's still a mainstream society that still encourages and promotes degeneration you know what i mean there's still like foods and things of that nature that are out there that are just not healthy that are still it's commonly and publicly sold and things of that nature right it's limitless it's it's limitless to to determine like what if it is side of food Exactly. We are uh, definitions. So if it's limitless. Why not write your own bodies. code? Yeah. You know, if it's limitless, why not write your own code? Why stay within the construct somewhat? Because there's all there's always going to be some common like factor, and that's you know for the most part pursuit of happiness. Now that that may be subjective to the person, but in a in a in a I guess in a democracy form where the majority rules, I guess. For the most part, we would all agree on, you know, like healthy life and living. Mm. But then are we just part of a larger group and not really individuals? We're part of a beehive and all, and we have our part to play. And, and that's like the whole thing. Like, what is that part? You know, if, if we have a part to play in a, in a major scheme of things, then that in itself is an understanding. We just be, right? We just be. Right, you can come be. back up if you want. I see the time just ran out. Yeah, the floor is open, though. Oh, never mind. Sharing perspective, sharing thoughts, and then sharing the platform. Video a little bit longer, and then, and then I'll go. <laughs> because um, I, I like what you're saying. Uh, the 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 search of uh, of one's you know purpose being right, 
and how uh, and what our what the language is of uh, of our being. Um, like you say, code, right? I might say language, not using the words, but the language of my culture, of our world culture, of the universe, right? And how it's interpreted by others. You still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah, yeah, I'm still there. Yeah. I, uh, I find myself pondering how, um, how that language can be more of a, of a universal language so that it could be more fluid ranging from one person to the other. Um, so that we can be less divided and live more in a positive environment versus being divided uh, in outrage uh, and anger uh, by the very use of some language encoding uh, that's sometimes being given to us. Um, my, my preoccupation is political polarization, how society is increasingly divided on political ideals mostly based on, on language, uh, the words that we use, the ideas that we've adopted, the things that have been fed to us as well by the media that we use, the devices when you that say, we use. Yeah, go when ahead. you say the words that were used, what do you mean by that? Well, for example, like the lexicon, uh, for example, somebody on the left or on the right will interpret the, the, a word like polarization differently. Um, they have different definitions for the same word. Um, and, um, and because of that division, and sometimes it's artificial, that, that division. Uh, it's not the one from the Webster's Dictionary, if you like. It's one that has some cultural attribute that's added to it. Um, we're unable to have a conversation because we use common words, but these common words have different meanings to different people. So we're unable to have conversations on maybe political issues uh, because anger is going to come in because the words have become trigger words uh, that bring in strong emotions. And um, and talking about the coding, often those words are are manufactured for us uh, because we you know we look at a lot of so. Um, I'm saying generally, uh, on social media, uh, memes, uh, political opinion, uh, talk, talk radio, uh, mainstream media, all this, they, they come up with new definitions uh, for a singular word, and they, they divide society, where we may have been able to understand each other before, even the word democracy has two different meanings for people now. Uh, who, who's involved in democracy? Who's in it? You know, is it my group or that other, you know, or that other enemy group? And because of that division, we're so far we're going further and further apart. Um, and uh, regardless of the story of the cave, right? Uh, with one person having a vision of what is better, I guess, to be able to exceed outside of the cave. Uh, and those that are viewed inside the cave as being more ignorant because they're attached to the wall, or to the chains, and they can't go beyond the cave. 
it's still like a version of like us versus them, right? And where are we? You know, like uh, you might be them to me and I might be them to you. Uh, how do we get closer to become us? You know what I mean? What are your thoughts on that? And am I on the right, am I on the same subject as what you were talking about earlier? No, no, yeah, you're good. Yeah, I, I had asked you, you know, like what you meant by the, you know, the word aspect to it. You kind of broke that down perfectly for me. So yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, is this something that we should be aiming for, the us together, or is there such a thing? Uh, I, it's like politically, the whole us thing is just the, the American united identity type of thing. Mm. And there's never really been a time for uh, like American identity as it stands as a melting pot. I think mm. that responsibility is kind of falling on us at a time that if we're not aware of, and, and that comes into kind of writing, writing your own code. You know, like understanding or having the awareness in the division, in the chaos. You know, the 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 rose that can come from the concrete or what what may come out of this dust, rather than being afraid of it, seeing it as an opportunity to, um, you know, to to see what's in the to see what's in the dust. You know, that's how you're gonna get out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna have to navigate your way through that so part of doing that is just <clears throat> understanding what everybody's talking about everybody is kind of frustrated with some of the same baseline types of things so that's where you know people are unified about that that doesn't sound like unity but they're unified in disagreement on something mm, yeah i like that i mean i like the way, i don't like the fact that that is such a case but i like the way you, you express that yes right that, that's uh that's a commonality I, I find as well. Like people have, they know that there's like maybe the system is, is broken in their eyes, but that they still hope for reconciliation and for healing together. And, um, and that, so that code is still there. Um, and, but it might be eroding is what I'm worried about. Is it eroding? Yeah, it, like absolutely. I definitely would say that's like that's that's the whole thing. In in this day and age of information, uh, that at the at the rate that you know socially things are still kind of unfolding the way that they are, the fact that it can still be kind of pushed mainstream or something like that, or not even mainstream, but kind of just as a norm, like sex sells, like the, there, you know, there was big tabloids towards the end, the like fourth quarter of 2020 was very <clears throat> questionable, you know? I'm coming as, I guess I'm staying on the, on the code of hope. Yeah. That so I wonder where that, where that comes from. Is it, a, is it a deeper, like, group um, ethos or, or thought, common For thought that we have together? Yeah, the hope, you know, that it can get better. Or is that just, like, a bias towards, like, a better world for some people? And other ones are like, well, 
hell with that. There's no such thing as that better world. There's no utopia. It is what it is. And um, well, like it's just like that's what that's what holds it all together is the is the hope mm. and the the idea, the ideology of the American dream and this the dreamland and that and the the United States it being divided or you know united mm-hmm. is a big is a big deal. It's right. been under the impression of being united, and I, it still is united. We're just seeing what most of the unity is actually shaped towards. Yeah, tell me that. Like, what is it shaped towards? Well, okay. things that wouldn't bring us to necessarily a utopia. Mm. Uh, like this idea of like a, a representative government where we all have our role in it, but not, well, not a, necessarily a great that, But I guess, you know, it comes back to the, like, that moral construct or whatever, the, you know, the moral standard, how we kind of tapped on earlier. You know, even at those higher levels of things or high influential things, kind of subliminally suggesting this or that, and that's just been that's become a norm in this society. And then the the effects are on this society also. So just knowing that, like knowing that and then knowing your role or your part in your society is your part actually your part or is it just a part in something that's bigger than you and that was david you're more than welcome to come back up and um share with me the floor is open anybody who would like to come up and come up just sharing thoughts and perspectives really Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, if the system is broken, then if, if the system is broken, and you know, the system is broken. If you're working in the system, then are you working in the broken system? Or are you trying to fix the system? Because usually, if you're going in trying to fix the system or do something right, you come and find out that it's not broken. It's it's running right. It's running. It's running right the the way that you would perceive it to be broken or not running right. It could be dangerous or it could be, you know, it could cost you um, a job or it could cost you social status in some cases. So it's always it's kind of important to have that understanding. And, and be aware of it and, and historically speaking even on it even how you brought in the the story of the philosopher and the and the man in the cave there is there seems to be that underlining thing historically that there's always a group that is against someone who is not a bad person historically the story is that they always hate that person in their lifetime but that person is remembered and talked about and cherished a lot longer than the them or those people hmm. I wanted to leave some time uh, for somebody else to, to pop in but when I was off there you were talking about broken 
And if we realize that if things are, uh, if we realize or say that things are broken, haven't we already taken the step to say that we're willing to construct or repair something that was there, or even the illusion of what was there? So yeah, see that, like that's the thing is actually like being able to, like it's like your car, you know, like your car is broken. But now you, you have to be able to take it somewhere to figure out what exactly it is or where that problem started. Well, that'll take you know me all I mean? over to different places there. Like, exactly. What type you know, of mechanic I mean, and what type of yeah. referral you got for me? Yeah. Who do I trust <laughs> you know, to repair my car? So that's a really good analogy. I like that because it makes me think of... Um, of so many things of uh, if the system is broken, who do we trust to repair the system? And uh, are yeah, we, you know, you know, we going to so get in a fight thing. over this? <laughs> Not yeah. you and I, but wait a second, it's you my know, car. You, know, you, you don't want to <laughs> like you want you want to take it and get the po- the problem fixed completely. Like you don't want to take it and like it fixes one problem, but it wears and tears on another problem, and it makes that worse. And you have to just keep taking it back and getting it fixed. Keep getting this and that and this and that. Big. And like, what if he screws you over all together? I mean, what if the person is yeah. not trustworthy and has another plan? Has been pulling out parts out of my car, just open the tax door, <laughs> right? So the analogy going to you know politicians and everything, you know how the system works. <laughs> of you, the broken you, you car. Have real experience with that, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> so do we need like a Tesla? <laughs> That'd be nice. Or maybe I'll just turn it around and sell it to the mechanic so he could use it. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I like that um, one. You 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 wanna you wanna say you wanna know a little something about cars at least. Mm. Mm, yeah, I mean? true. Along on the way, right? You, uh, yeah. So yeah. If, if you want to be sure he's not messing with it. Learn more about your car and how it's fixed, right? Exactly. Yeah. It might have been yeah, learn about yeah, make a been Google just search. Like an eight dollar fix or something that you could have did on your, you know, on your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's where we we're all at. And uh, yeah, maybe there's something squeaking. Might just need a little oil here and there. Yeah, and there's just he's taking the, the mechanics taking us for a ride because it was an easy fix all the time, and all we needed was just some simple new encoding. Uh, that that we uh, all agree on. Maybe just like one powerful word that we all, like hope, or uh, was it, you know, love for something that brings everybody together. Uh, and that's you know, the thing. Like, to and talk, that's right? the thing. So, while we're yeah, while we're in this analogy, like I guess that's a really good way to put it. Like we don't know what's going on in the shop. You know, like. Mm-hmm. We, we like we have a pretty good understanding and the guy at the counter seems like you know this shouldn't take so long it should be a pretty simple fix but once you know those guys back there in the shop are doing something something completely different right you're gonna have to wait a week for us to order the part huh? but you could rent this <laughs> yeah. car on the side. <laughs> we'll make it yeah yeah we'll take care of you no problem buddy <laughs> the Matrix in America at its finest, right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you know, and all we want to do is for everybody to get in the car and go to a ride because we're going to some like great like festival or something. <laughs> but no, you can't go there right now because um, I'm going to keep your car. Yeah, um, 
I like that. I think we, you know, then you might just think, well, the hell with the car, because the, because the repair is too expensive, right? And I'm just going to take the bus with everybody else. You know, you could just drop him. And he's stuck with the car. I guess he's going to make some bucks off of it. <laughs> yeah, you, you take on those problems that the people on the bus have. Right, we all do it together, right? Yeah, exactly. and we'll all pay in a little bit so that we all move along. Mm. That's a whole other system. <laughs> but it might be it might be better, you know, because the roads won't be as clogged up and the infrastructure won't be as put upon by all those cars, you know. Or maybe I'll turn in my car and get a hundred bicycles and hand them out to everybody else that didn't have a car. We're gonna have a or bicycle. Yeah, you just you just you get a you get a good quality car from a quality manufacturer. Ah, uh, there we go. Good quality warranty mm-hmm. that you're comfortable taking it back to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do something like that. And that'll last for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know, you and you can you can pick out the car that you want. You can make your own code in that matrix. You know what I mean? You can do it how you want. Fully loaded, standard, hybrid, electric, whatever. My family's safe and all, right? Because I'm driving the much safer car. But hey, it costs more at the beginning, though, right? That's the thing. To get that, that's yeah. That 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 cost is that cost is the the work and the effort to write your own code. Because other than that, there's the bus system. It's already written. It already has its map. It already has its courses that it goes on. There's well, let me put it this way, Ralph. Are we better off just trusting that the car is better from the offset? Or should we all be in school learning how to repair cars so we could fix our own and get a cheaper model? You know what I mean? Yeah, we could be all in school, like everybody goes to school and you all do auto mechanics. Yeah, we can yeah have like if transportation, model. Is, if transportation is that important as it is, then mm-hmm. we should all know a lot of the basics when it comes to a car and a motor and an engine, and transmission and axles. And that would go all the way yeah. down. Like this analogy would go for, may it be our health, may it be for our self-government, for all different facets, right? More education. Yeah, like that would that, that would go all the way down because it, it would be a mindset. Mm. Or we just get the fancy car with all the bells and whistles and just kick back and let it drive us around where it thinks it should drive yeah, us yeah. around. See, like the, the thing is, is that you have options when getting your own car, though. Ah, Whether see, you get a car, an SUV, a, mm-hmm. a coupe or a smart car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, you have know. options. Right. So we need a, like a diverse diversity in our transport system would make for a healthier encoding system. <laughs> right? Yeah. We do. Well, just understanding we have this awareness. There's been this large awareness of this system mm-hmm. and that it's been going on or whatever, like the awareness of how we how we play in that system. We might think we have our own code, but what are we coded in in that system? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how far back? How far back is it? You know, is it is it just a question of culture, of our or of our former history? Like, are, are you are you are you living your dreams? Mm. And how do I define and, those dreams? You know, like that dream in itself. I, I need a code. And to and make, though. 
I'll need to forget that as an individual. If you ask the individuals, are they doing what they want to be doing in life, what they dreamed of doing in life? And then if they're not, and you ask them why, and they and they have these same common obstacles, whether it be the finance or, you know, the same type of, I guess, fears. But if they're back in the cave, right, and they don't know there's an exit, it's going to be the same set of dreams, right? Because you don't know that there's other things within the cave and further out out there right you don't know there's like this beautiful stream on the outside where you can go for a nice swim because you've been in the damp cave your whole life but your dreams are focused on what your environment is around you right so maybe you should uh we should all have bolt cutters cut the chains and go traveling in the car (laughs) (laughs) appreciate you dave (laughs) yeah man like As individuals, we just, you know, we, we just, we all may have to have our own cars and, and, and get it popping like that. But I, I, I always like that, uh, you know, that, that cave reference that you came in and gave that philosophy. You know, I guess for me, <clears throat> I guess I would be one of those people that go back in the cave and try to at least let people know that we can get out of here. You know, like there's another light right there. You know, it's just a fire and shadow. It's like, but I have anything to be afraid of or nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would rather be one of them than one of the other ones that fight against a, a truth that would save them, which just would just be the actual reality of your environment. So it's always. It's, it's always something interesting to, to say the least. Um, What's up, Dave? Thanks Ralph, up. I, I, think, I think we need to take everybody on a road trip. What does that look <laughs> like? So, uh, so what's the ride to start with? And then where are we going? And where are we, where are we taking everyone? Uh, we're just riding... We're in, the, we're in the metaverse right now. We're just streaming. Oh, yeah, we're just going, right? We're just enjoying. Windows open, <laughs> hands out the window, enjoying the wind, right? Music's on. Like a desert highway, just, we're just wherever, right? And yeah, it, sounds whatever. Like, it sounds like, it sounds like dial-up in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the one going back <laughs> to that <laughs> Uh, we, we could stop at any place and okay we didn't even talk about gas yet <laughs> so so there's gas right you gotta stop for gas from time to time uh, who's paying you or me the viewers the riders the riders right because we took yeah. up hitchhikers didn't we yeah of course we did we took hitchhikers along the way um Absolutely. Yeah, we took people along the way, filled up the car, took as many people as we could. Everybody shared in, fill up with gas, and we keep on riding. DSL gas. Yeah, that's what we got. Gas, gas, gas. Oh, <laughs> but one of us, in, okay, so one of us in there is a hacker, right? Right. And tells us all that the ride's 
kind of doesn't give us the cave story, doesn't give us the encoding story. It tells us they could hack the system, right? And uh, and the road that we see is not actually a road at all. We're not. We're actually not. Everything that we perceive around us is non-existing. It's just an illusion, a construct of of electricity, of electrons moving around or whatever. And um, how are we to believe that that hacker is real or not? How do we test him to be sure that he hasn't dropped a, dropped a tablet of like, acid on the road? <laughs> the, 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 judgment, the judgment will come on its own. You know what I mean? The judgment will come on its own. And like, if, if it's an illusion, if it's just an illusion and that hacker is trying to take the take the credit for just exposing the illusion, then that's mm. not really a hack. What if he grabs the wheel and drives us into a traffic post or something like that or into a tree and says, how's that? Can you feel that now? It's like, oh, man. That, does that feel real, that pain? Do you feel that pain? <laughs> Well, first of all, I'm yeah. kicking him out of the car. He's no longer on the road trip. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a metaverse road trip. So, you know, we would oh, yeah, be lagging real bad. You just press reset, right? Because <laughs> we, yeah, gla- we got the glasses. Oculus glasses on, right? Yeah, it's a good thing. It's like Zuckerberg is in the car <laughs> with us. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, well, that takes us somewhere else. But what if Zuckerberg was inside the car with us and we're all wearing Oculus glasses? I mean, I guess, okay, like, with the Zuckerberg, I'm a conspiracy type of guy, too, right? Okay, all right. And so, like, I, I talked about, like, with this whole Matrix thing, like, mm. the just the awareness of, quote-unquote, like, the Agent Smiths. Mm. People that will just, like transform from their individual self into a defense mechanism for the 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 mainstream ideology i guess i don't know oh i see like, they're, not, they're the shapeshifters like right society. more 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 of a social construct i guess mainstream social constructs hmm. what'd you say no no i'm listening i'm listening I'm, I'm taking it in right um yeah, the mainstream social construct. Um, what's the alternative? I mean, there's so many alternatives, right? Um, but you, there's the yeah, mainstream like, like ones. There's, so you follow. There's, like, there's, there's a lot the of alternatives, but like the, the the main reason why everyone buys into this one is because everybody's bought in into it being the best. America standing mm-hmm. for it. It's like best. a freeway, right? If you take the freeway, we're gonna get there faster, right? If we take the yeah, side roads, we're going to see more stuff. We might not even get to where we were supposed to be going to start with. We might be sidetracked and do something completely different. But yeah, the mainstream social constructs, that freeway taking us to a destination that we've we've agreed upon, that destination being the right one. But it might not be, you know. Yeah, but I'm I start- guess that's the whole thing, like what we've, what, what we'd agreed upon, you know, like this being the... In a, in, a, in a mainstream social construct, this being the best country in the world, it doesn't stand like that today. But it, 
that's just more of a recent modern type of outlook or perspective. It's mm-hmm. like turn up the music, music let's enjoy the ride. We're going to be there in three hours, but we never really <laughs> do. We never really do. Cause in two and a half no, hours, but, but, we're, but we're like, out we're, of gas. We're, we're seeing, <laughs> we're seeing, like we're seeing with, with, with information that like in, 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 in past times, like there were better roads to take to get to a type of destination that we're trying to go. Instead of going on the interstate, there was that old dirt road mm-hmm. that like nobody uses anymore, but come to find out it's like on a slow incline downhill and you don't have to use as much gas going there. Oh yeah, that's right. And at the end of there, there's there's a nice little community. They're having a little town party that day. And we just happen to go there. At the end of, the, at the end of there is our same destination that we were talking about, but we'll, we'll get there with less gas. Right, less gas, and it's a lot happier. It's the one that they promised we'd get to, but it's actually it was taking that dirt road on the side. It's, a, it's actually it's actually a better it's actually a way better place than where we are now. Mm-hmm, right, like it's, all honey wine. it's all honey wine. It's all honey wine. It's not all honey wine, but it isn't all honey wine now. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, but there's some, and it ain't bad <laughs> because Aunt Jenny it made it. <laughs> it ain't bad, but we 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 almost we almost believed at one point that it was like at the best in historical times. Like mm. as as a human civilization, we've never had greater civilizations or lived as better human beings or healthier or anything like that. That's true. That's true. But hey, that's an, that's something we all had as we were when we got in the car together. We might not all have to go to the big city destination. You might take that dirt road. It might be a lot better. But you don't know till you try, right? How do we all agree in the car that which exit to take? You know, we took based up some hitchhikers. We, we got different people. Based on the information that we have. If right. We know somebody, if somebody's trying to give us directions and they don't even, their, their map ain't even pointing north in the right direction, then we know probably not going to. Take that advice or use well, that. Well, hold on, pull over, pull over, man. We need to we need to talk before we drive any further because we might we might have missed the exit already, right? So should we just pull off a little bit at the rest stop and so no, we need to all talk, right? This is in the metaverse. We're we're gonna write the code all the way, all the way, all the way. All the, all all the way. way. So we oh, it's super fast, yeah, so, right? We, we don't so need to like pull. the exit. The exit just like forever keeps coming up until we decide. But don't you need to sleep in the metaverse? Sounds exhausting. I'm going to take a nap in the car. (laughs) 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 I'm going to (laughs) snooze. You guys take over for a while, right? Um, But that's interesting, though, right? So it is is always on within the metaverse, right? And um, subconsciously, our subconsciousness and our conscious moments as we're driving and and we're trusting the other, the driver to take care of the whole thing while we're, and keep us alive while we're driving down the metaverse freeway there. I mean, there's a lot of trust. So, so back to the encoding, right? It makes me think that we have not only hope, but, but also trust. Where do we get that trust from? Because, I mean, we don't know the hitchhikers. Uh, you and I, we just met. So... <laughs> How safe is this drive, bro? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, shit. We're shit. We're once hitchhikers too. 
Mm. Weird ones, <laughs> shit, on the on the way to somewhere too. But I appreciate you, Dave. I appreciate you coming up and uh, sharing with us. I appreciate you guys tuning in and hanging out with me. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna end up getting out of here. Make sure you follow Dave. Make sure you follow me. Make sure you follow North Star Station Hip Hop Motivation. Um, until next time, guys. Follow your dreams and write your own code. <laughs>